Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three cr.org.au, and three CR on demand for ways to listen to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, hosted by me, Sally Goldner. First broadcast noon to one every Sunday afternoon. Three CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants and pays respects to elders, past, present, and emerging. We also acknowledge the intersection of uh, what in Western society might be called rainbow communities and our original inhabitants, including sister girls and brother boys, and acknowledge their unique contributions to diversity on and around all the lands. Thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the Marine News as they do every Sunday from 11.30 till noon. Although, of course, um, well, it's now the case that they're probably going to have to um, take the wetsuits out of mothballs as we head um, rapidly through autumn here in the Southern Hemisphere in Melbourne or Australia. And um, it's getting a bit chillier. I have to say, even on Thursday when I went for my um, pool swim and the out air temperature was 22, it was beginning to get um, very chilly. Um, lots of ways to get in touch with the program. Got to make sure you want to get in touch because lots of people have already got a bit of a discussion point today. Get to in a second. Um, you can, <clears throat> sorry, Gmail um, is one way. Email out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com. You can SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and you can look for the Facebook posts on my page Sally Goldner and out of the pan three CR eight five five AM Melbourne. And we opened up today with Cold Chisel from the East album of 1979 and Ita, um, of course. Um, and, well, um, can she be the one we depend upon to restore some confidence and trust in the ABC? Ooh, there's a topic for debate in itself. Um, I, you know, it's in a bit, been in a bit of a schlamozzle for a little while now, I suppose. But um, we shall wait and see. Um, but that's not the reason I played that track. A um, bit of a topic came up yesterday at Trans Family, and um, it was to do with the use of a term dead name. And so I put out the post for the show today a bit earlier and asked for your comments, and there's been quite a few already, which is fantastic. So definitely um, get in touch with the show to tell me your thoughts about this, and I'm going to work my way through them. Um and I won't say why it came up just yet, um, because um, that's sort of I'll leave that towards the end. But um, you know, it's an inter- it's it's let's just say it's um, an interesting term to use um, would be a good way to start. So <clears throat> starting, sorry, um, why is it? No matter how much one clears their throat before you come on air, it wants to come back when you're on air. This is called um, the joys of radio. Um, 
And um, I'll start with, for those who haven't seen the Facebook post, yes, what, what I wrote. And that was that every trans and gender diverse person has the right to be treated with respect and affirmed for all aspects of gender identity 100%. That includes the name the person uses at any point in time. Sometimes trans and gender diverse people are referred to inaccurately in relation to this. This can be called dead naming. What do people think of this term? Yay, nay, or something else? Because, of course, we don't believe in binaries on this program. Welcome to listeners of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. Comment or direct message is what I said, but, of course, you can get in touch now with any means. And if you want to mention whether you're trans slash gender diverse, family, friend, ally, or perhaps no connection at all, um, go for that too. So, yeah, lots of um, thoughts on this, and it really is an interesting one. So let's work through them. Um, Kiralee, our guest from last week, who came in at short notice, thank you again, um, at that time, has said, quote, I recently have gone through this process of letting go of my previous name to using my chosen, which um, I think says something. Still a gradual thing. I already have people using it, which has been super amazing. So, yep, there's a fair thought, and it also looks at another term, chosen. And, you know, there's a fair thought. And I think that that says that it's a process, and it may take some time. And I know for many trans and gender diverse people, it can suck that people who have known you for some time, um, you know, don't immediately all get it 100% right. But if they're doing 99% and the batting average improves to 99.9 over time, I think that's a fair call. Um, Rain has um, come across and said, the term works when someone dead names you, but I don't have a dead name. I have a birth name. It is not dead, and neither is that person because I've always been me. Dead names implies that I became someone else or became trans. Now, there's a good thought. Um, well thought out there, Rain. I like that. Um, and, you know, it's um, there's a few thoughts in there. I mean, you know, the, the dead name term works when someone dead names you. Well, is that circular? I don't know. Or is it not? But um, Rain says, I don't have a dead name. Um because it's not dead and neither is the person. I think there's an interesting point to make. Um, you know, people change names. Interesting thought, of course, um, plenty of women who marry change their family name, but we don't go on and um, you know, can admit, refer, we totally respect their right to have a new family name. And there's lots of people who change first names too for lots of reasons, and some, of course, are incredibly valid Um Obviously, a very valid one is if you've been on the receiving end of family violence, um, you would probably, you know, it'd be a fair thing to change your name. Um, Lily has said, dead naming is right. I killed off my old fake self a long time ago um, with lots of icons thereafter, smiley and two thumbs ups, and identifies as trans femme. And, you know, there's a there's a fair call. Was the, the old self fake um you know to some extent it is it's not really who you are is it fake or a lie Hmm, there's an interesting one so we're getting lots of thoughts there's a few to start there's plenty more to come and as i say please um rock them in and um to us on all the means of communication well the election um is of course happening the federal election sorry federal election i think did i say that um maybe i did um and um, it seems to be, I've got to say, it's one of the most boring campaigns I can remember. There's, um, it's just so 
it just seems so false, um, regardless of one's political views. It just seems very stale, uh, more and more a focus on the leaders. Now, I'm not going to say whether, you know, one, someone might guess what my personal views are on one or both of the leaders. But even if you don't like either, well, there's an alternative to working out who you might want to vote for. Try looking at policies. Um, this can help from everything I've heard. Just one of those wacky ideas um, that I've um, had come across um, to me. Um, and let's see how it goes. Um, and, um, yeah, we'll, um, you know, sort of hopefully we can get some... Um, some very interesting debate now. Now we're past the public holiday and the, well, as someone in one media article online called it, the truce in inverted commas that wasn't. Um, so many things that have been happening. I mean, uh, Scott Morrison inviting us into his church. Well, if you invite us in and then we think there's something a bit odd about it, you don't have a right to say you've been ridiculed. And I could say, don't be such a precious little flower. Um, Bill Shorten, well, he's made some slips, it would appear, um, in that first week, perhaps a bit um, slow out of the gates. Um, and um, 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 you know, that's um, you know, sort of has to be noted, but um, it also seems like there was a good analysis in the um, Sunday age and probably most likely Sydney Morning Herald this morning um, about who you know, how tough it is for the coalition to perhaps hold government and Labor will get it. But um, the one thing I'd think, if I had to say, is that um, whereas I don't think this election was ever going to be at one extreme, and the last thing I claim to be is a pollster, I just go on intuition, 53-47, two-party preferred to Labor. I now think that could even be an extreme. So let's just say if you want a change of government, don't feel like it was a sort of you know, pre-Trump election, oh, it could never happen. No one would vote for someone like that. Well, some people did. So if you want to change, all I'm going to say is um, do the work for it is enough for now. We'll come back to the topic of um, dead name um, and um, in the next segment and throughout the show. And, of course, the reason I played Ita by Cold Chisel from the East album is because they had the name of a person as the name of the track. See, there's logic and planning to this program, even though it would, you wouldn't think so. Um, we, try to, we try to surprise people. Here's another track that has a person's name in it, a beautiful ballad from Richard Clapton's Solidarity album of 1983. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Have you heard about 3CR's national programs? Coming at you on community radio stations around Australia. Produced in the studios of 3CR Melbourne. Services will be cut, jobs may well be lost and workers' entitlements will be undermined. Their basic human rights are as important as everyone else. Over 200 million years, individual species have evolved. I mean, birds were once dinosaurs. Anything nasty online seems to be targeted against women. Muckety is a bad deal, but muckety is absolutely not a done deal. You're listening to Women on the Line. Welcome again to Lost in Science. And welcome to another edition of the Radioactive Show. You've been listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network. Hello and welcome to Accent of Women. Anarchist Wall this week. Listen to Beyond Zero, global warming science, solutions and action. You are listening to Let the Bands Play. Tune in to Stick Together, worker stories and union news. Grassroots Voices broadcast weekly on the Community Radio Network.
pumpkin salmon. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe, the number is 94198377. You've been listening to the same. You could never understand. Feel the fortune flowing. You know it isn't stuck. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR. <coughs> Um, digital3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon to one Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Kim Salmon, was that a fishing post? Anyway, um, <clears throat> no, we're not after that sort of clickbait or any sort of bait. Um, just noticed, um, as far as my records can tell, that the day is the 666th um, new episode of Out of the Pan. Um, it's the number of the beast, but no, I was so tempted to play Iron Maiden and I didn't. Um, we'll stick with the name theme throughout the show. We had an, uh, another track um, with a name in it. Kathleen from one of Richard Clapton's underrated albums, Solidarity of 1983-4ish, as we um, hit the Wikipedia entry thereupon. Um, September 1984 was the release of it. Um, <clears throat> Um, Graham Bitstrup on drums, ex-Angels and Party Boys, James Black on keyboards, ex-Mondo Rock, Kevin Borich, legendary Australian guitarist, Lardy Dars and Party Boys, um, Ricky Fatar on drums, Alan Mansfield, um, who has, of course, spent some time with Dragon on keyboards, Graham Thompson on bass, and I think the good bo- backing vocals there help out there, particularly from Mary Bradfield and the always awesome <coughs> Vanetta Fields. Um, so, um, yes, names track with a name in it let's come back to this conversational names and i got a personal message so i won't identify the sender of this one a pm um no not the head of the country a personal message um and i'll keep this identified uh de-identified as i say so person says i'm the mother of a trans kid whilst i respect i'll just call this zed's identity and call zed by the right name and pronouns the term dead name really saddens me in a way I can't quite describe. The closest I can get is this. One of the things I have had to come to terms with as Zed has come out is that I haven't lost my child. Yes, my child is no longer identifies as, we'll say, assumed gender, but that's not to say that my child, who I have loved and cared for since the moment he was born, is not there anymore. Um, um, Zed is here. Zed is very much alive and Zed is the same person, albeit um, with different packaging. A trite analogy, I know, sorry, oh, reasonable enough. The term Zed na- dead name therefore elicits a sense of loss in the way old name or previous name doesn't. Does that make sense? I've got to say that's a pretty good call. Dead does seem severe um, to me. Um, <clears throat> you know, sort of... Um, um, you know, it's death, woo. And, you know, let's be fair, for, you know, I know this program's about trans issues, but we also do need to consider the needs of family members. Family members can go through a sense of grieving to some extent and grief and loss, and so it's tough enough. And then if you add in the term dead, woo, is it too severe? So there's a very good call. 
um, from that mum um, who, um, yeah, loves her, loves her child. What more can one say there? Um, coming back to what's on my page on Facebook, we'll keep scrolling through that and see what other messages come up, or what other posts have come up. Um, and um, there's plenty of them. Gosh, um, lots to cover here. Um, Karen, who is the, um, I know is the mum of a trans person. Um, I don't like the term, but I'm not sure what phrase or word to use in its place. I try to focus on the name being used, and unless prompted by the individual, not even think about what other names they may have had. It is a very personal thing. I think there's a good call too. Um, you know, and sort of just focus on the positive um, is a good approach. Um, Hunter, who has said, um, I don't refer to my birth name as dead name, just my previous name. Now, that's a neutral sort of term that doesn't have any um, sort of intense connotations. Um, which I think it's just neutral, it's accurate, it communicates what we're trying to communicate, which makes a lot of sense. And Hunter then goes on to say, maybe this is because I transitioned later in life, and so much of what I have done, bachelor degree, grad dip, various certificates, aeronautical radio license, um, marine radio license, defence force medals, land purchase insurances have been in the previous name. I would also not say dead naming when someone uses my previous name, but as outing me. Well, yes, it is outing someone, um, particularly, extra particularly, when the previous name was incredibly gender-specific. So if someone is a trans man and used to be, um, let's say, uh, Jennifer, and now they're Fred or Hunter, um, then, not that I know what Hunter's previous name was and don't, of course, need to know, and that's totally hypothetical, then yes, that's very outing, totally agree. Now, Joe Ball, um, now this is um, a comment as an individual, um, or three comments um, that I'll read together, but of course Joe Ball is well known for um, the role as CEO of Switchboard, our fantastic counselling service, 1-800-184-527, if you need them for at any time, and also something could be triggering on the program, um, which could happen. And Joe says, makes a really good comment here too. I don't like the term Sally due to its association with hate, crime and suicide in our community. Yeah, death. We face too much of it too early in our, well, in the trans community, but of course also in rainbow communities, plural. Joe says, then goes on to say, I use previous name. And then says, also, I should be clear, I use previous name for myself, but I'm happy to use dead name if that is what others want. I'd like to change this culture more generally in our communities. I think there is a lot of death references used about transitioning, like many parents are told is okay to mourn their child, which references death. Yeah, look, there's a lot in there, which is, well, um, why Joe is CEO of Switchboard. Um, so much to be said in that, in those comments. A lot of thought in there. And, um, you know, so well, well thought. Um, and let's see. Um, hold the hold the rest for um, the next few couple of segments. Gosh, there's been some great responses. This is, um, you know, it shows. Um, I think the the wisdom and thought in our community. You know, regardless of whether you agree or disagree with anyone's comments here, there people have clearly given it some thought, and that is just awesome um, to see so much thought going on. Um, put us in charge of the country, given that there's an election on at the moment. We couldn't do any worse than some of the 
knuckleheads that are up for office. Someone whose name is abundantly clear, and that is Lilith um, Maratosian, who is a trans woman in Armenia, and she got three minutes to speak in Armenia's parliament. She's also bi as well, because when I get my, I'm an oldie, I get my Google alerts um, once every 24 hours, and her name comes up in both. And she made a very powerful speech, which talked about the issues facing trans people, including the, at the extreme end. And and the Assembly had convened hearings on human rights. And um, she um, leads the Assembly's Committee on Human Rights. Um, um, oh, sorry, she doesn't. And... Unfortunately, the le- the person who leads the Assembly's Committee on Human Rights said you'd violated our agenda. Now, I will have to use the exact words in context here. The lead had said she embodied those people who are tortured, raped, kidnapped, subject to physical violence, burned, immolated, knifed, and subject to murder attempts and killed. And she was speaking of trans people, and then the, the leader of the Committee on Human Rights says you violated our agenda. Uh, hashtag double standards, anyone. And... And the head of the committee apparently wasn't aware that Lily was trans. And so um, she said that Lily had disrespected the Assembly. Ah, duh. Well, Parliament's supposed to be about freedom of speech, isn't it? At least that's my understanding of the theory. And um, unfortunately, there's been a backlash against her. Well, all I can do from far away here in inner Melbourne, I suppose, is send all the rainbow and good vibes um, to um, to Lilith um sorry, Martirisian, um, because that must have taken a lot of guts to get up in front of Parliament and say that. Um, and um, then there's um, and there's she spoke about the number of trans hate crimes in Armenia, and that says there are two hundred and eighty three criminals living next to me and you. That's a fair call, and so. Um, you know, there's, and then, of course, there were predictable reactions, which I don't even think will bother. Um, and unfortunately, her organisation, Right Side, has faced um, threats and various attacks as well, and they're going to keep going. So good luck to Lalit. All the best. Um, very, very um, courageous person. All right. Um, let's have another track with a name in it. Here's one um, from Mental As Anything's album, Cats and Dogs, which... Um, also was the first time we heard the theme um, was when has this, the original of the theme for this show Let's Cook on it but this song has a name in it too Let's have a listen 3CR 855 AM 3CR Digital 3cr.org.au 3CR On Demand Out of the Pan with Sally Hallelujah 3CR 855 AM 3CR Digital 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand Out of the Pan with Sally First broadcasting noon till one Sunday afternoon Thanks your for your company and um, we just heard from Mental as Anything from the Cats and Dogs album, another track with a person's name in it, Catalina's Reward. There's a very similar song on a similar theme by the great American um, country singer Tom T. Hall called Ramona's Revenge about someone who miraculously seems to um, um, gain a sense of communication. There you go. Songs with names in them as part of our topic for today, uh, or key topic, which is um, the term dead naming and what have we got that is better, similar, etc. Um, plenty of um, messages here. Um, Karen has said the term does not bother me. You have to admit it's effective. Well, 
Yeah, that's true, particularly where it's done willfully. I think it can be an effective comeback. Um, Lillian has said, I don't like the term. I fully understand why someone would want to use it. Many of us come from a place of trauma and sometimes defiance becomes the way we achieve resilience. But ultimately, I don't want to cede any form of power, cede, C-E-D-E, give away, any form of power to someone who seeks to deny my autonomy. Perhaps old naming or the accurate wrong naming may be alternatives. Yep, that's a fair call. Um, Nate has agreed with Joe's comments. I don't like the term because it implies hatred or shame with your old self. I prefer to use my old name or birth name and try to look back at myself pre-transition with a bit more love and respect and view it not as dead, but just not the best fit for me. Yep, that's a good call there, Nate. Um, still got plenty more. Go back to a message that I got. So given that it was a, P, a personal message, I won't identify this person. Um... In response to the post, I'm not trans slash gender diverse, but if I ever change my name, I think I'd still see my past as forming to my present and future. So to me, dead naming seems quite harsh or final. I can see sometimes an original name could be used to deliberately hurt or shame someone. Not okay. However, at times I'm sure it's used accidentally. Past naming is a term that comes up for me. However, respectfully, I'm not a TGD person, so it's something the community would have to agree on. Um, and then with a touch of humour, although we never get full agreement on anything, uh, love, light and laughter. <clears throat> yes, um, um, trying to get the trans community or rainbow communities together is like the proverbial herding cats. Um, but, um, well, I suppose if you put down lots of good cat food, maybe you will hurt cats. There's a challenge. But um, look, there's plenty of points in there. And I think we're getting to getting to, getting to the nub of this a bit. Um, you know, where it's done deliberately, and I mean, American media at its worst seems to be worst on this, where someone, say it's me, they'd go, um, and this is a bit hypothetical, Fred Goldner, who uses the name Sally, even though, of course, I have legally changed my name on birth certificate and the hence passport, driver's license, etc. Now, that's willful, deliberate, and just plain denialism, and I think um, Andrew's, um, sorry, the person has driven at that, Um and said that an original name could be used to deliberately hurt or shame someone. And yes, sometimes it can happen accidentally. And this is you know, where I link back to where this came up for family members. If you've known your loved one for any length of time, you know, we're probably talking at least, say, 13 years, but it could be a lot longer. You know, people still transitioning way beyond, you know, you know adolescence and youth. It's not easy to just flip over overnight, memories come back in, a friend of I call it gender programming. It can run deep in all of us, including myself. I've misgendered people in terms of pronouns just because of how they look. And yes, an honest slip, as we always say, if someone does slip on name or pronouns pointed out politely once, and hopefully they get it right from there on. But if they argue, then you've got a problem. And, you know, it also leads to a point I'll digress off the posts. How long before someone really has no excuse? If I've I transitioned, affirmed, affirmed my gender identity slash transitioned. It was February 98. So where are we now? 21 years ago. If someone who's known me before still can't get the name right, then um, is that excusable? And if they're not making an effort. So, um, you know, there's a good one. But if someone, you know, just makes one slip and gets it right, they're on. Fair enough. Coming back to some of our Facebook posts. Jillian has written, um, 
not trans, but friends I know sometimes refer to given name versus chosen name. But I, um, guessing on it all depends on context hey, and intent, yep. Sort of echoing there what um, our PM and personal message person has said, and so that's a fair call. Nikki um, has said, I'm fine with the term, especially for someone who had a really heavily gendered name that represents everything they want to shake off. It doesn't make sense for me to use it because I have the same name I grew up with. Now, there's an advantage if you are, you know, if you were assigned male at birth and given the name Sam, um, or even if it was Samuel and everyone knew you were Sam and then you just go to Samantha, for example, then it's easy. Um, I don't know what um, name might have been the first name put on Nikki's birth certificate, um, one could guess. But um, I use another version of my name to go into, the, go into the closet, but it's not a dead name. It's certainly not an old name. It's just a variant which I don't like. So there's a good call. Um, like that too. Um, Cody has said a friend of, a friend of, um, of Cody's introduced me to wallet name for when you haven't gone through the process of a name change yet. I always get a chuckle out of that. Good that we can have a laugh at these things too. Um, so there's another one. And um, yeah, we'll do the, the last one that's come in for the moment. Janet, who says I'm a parent and prefer old name or birth name to dead name. Dead kind of fills me with dread, similar to the parent who PM'd. I think this is because our young trans and gender diverse children, young people have higher rates of depression and anxiety, higher rates of attempted suicide and the word dead triggers all those buttons. Yes, fair call. And once again, switchboards number 1-800-184-527 if you need assistance um, on any part of the show or anything. So lots of good thoughts there. All right, well, keeping up with the theme of tracks with people's names in them, um, well, we've had three names that society would most likely call female. Given that we're in an election mode, um, here's a track where someone's got a male name in the name of the track, and if I say um, the name of the band, it'll give away who it is, so we'll just play it. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital. 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. In 2016, 3CR published a book to celebrate the station's 40th birthday. Years in the making, Radical Radio, celebrating 40 years of 3CR, is a visually stunning account of the people and ideas that make up this dynamic station. At 300 pages, the book includes hundreds of images and over 50 features on programs, people, music and technology from across the decades. 3CR's Radical Radio book is now on sale for just 30 You can get your copy of 3CR's book at the station during business hours at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy. Or online at 3cr.org.au forward slash shop. Get a piece of your own history. On sale for just $30. 3CR's Radical Radio is available now. Absolutely. Get a part of 3CR's Radical Radio. Um, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon. And of course, no prizes for guessing whose name that was. <coughs> Goff um, from the Whitlams, um, if we're talking names. On the 666th episode of Out of the Pan and it's the number of the beast. 
I had to slip some of it in. Yes, get down. It was interesting that um, I was uh, listening to the end of um, Out of the Blue. They were talking about the dangers of heavy metals in our fish. I'm sure they weren't talking about um, Iron Maiden. We'll keep that running in the background very subtly, as much as Iron Maiden can be subtle for the last segment of the show. Um, Just um, before we... um, um, finish up the show, um, get back to summarising the issue of dead naming and what brought it all along. Um, what's happening in the community? If, if you are listening today and you're a trans man, well, um, of course, we have the inimitable the shed for trans men um, happening in Carlton in this afternoon. Um, check out transshedboys.com, um, Polyvic Social at the Terminus, um, Bet TV still rolling along on Friday nights. And, um, yeah, Gender Queer Australia is still on a break. So that's um, on the cards for this week. And, of course, um, should um, remember as well that um, um, we have, um, <clears throat> you know, we're heading into May, which is the month of the International Day Against Homo, Bi and Transphobia. Idaho Hobbit season. Um, no, nothing to do with Lord of the Rings. All right, let's try to wrap up this issue of dead naming. As I said, it came up in trans family yesterday, and um, you know there was the comment that is it a severe term because of the word death? Even if even if we could take away things like sadly um, hate crimes and people, trans people leaving us too early, generally, you know that's a fair call. And a number of particularly, I noticed the parents and those with a counselling background have said that. Um, I can also see how it can have a place where, you know, I think um, if the if it happens deliberately, then dead naming is a term that does need to be used to um, strike back. But as as stated, let's try to call people in where we can, and if there is an accidental slip on name or, for that matter, pronouns, then let's try to educate people wherever possible. But if you've got someone who's a proverbial repeat offender, not on. So what are then, if someone does slip, what are some of the alternative ones? Well, they came in there too, you know, sort of terms like, um, um, you know, previous name, um, old old name, um, those sorts of ones, um, given name. I'm going to be a little pedantic and say I'm against the use of birth name because the moment you emerge from a womb, you don't have technically have a name. You don't have one until it's formally recorded down at birth, deaths, and marriages, or similar. Um, and um, I do like the comment again from Rain. Dead name implies I became someone else or became trans, which we always were. We just weren't recognised at the start of our life for our sense of gender. Um, previous name, yeah, a good one. Um, um, good that so many people are not imposing on others, and I think this is really important that um, everyone's call on how they describe themselves, what labels you use for your gender identity or sexual orientation or anything, um, or none at all, all equally valid. Um, you know, some people don't like labels. You know, Labels are for um, clothing and making sure you don't get allergic to it. Um, as it says, some people are okay with the term. Um, and, you know, it's a, um, it's a variant, um, as someone else has said. So old name, previous name, um, seem to be winning, um, you know, out of the, out of that. But, you know, I think there's, I think as someone said, when someone is doing it deliberately, um, you know, sort of, um, um, 
you know, that's where maybe dead name is needed to strike back in a verbal way assertively. So a really good discussion. And again, thanks to all the people who came up with so much good discussion. Well, um, yeah, as, um, as I say, we're heading into um, a busy month of May and then an equally busy month of June because um, around, um, not too far away as we get into, um, first through May, of course, is, um, as I say, May 17th, International Day Against Homo, Bi, Transphobia, sometimes intersexism. It's not as part of the part of the official name, not that that really matters as per the website um, um, that guides us on this. Um, but, um, yeah, um, <clears throat> sorry, um, but can be if you want. I don't see that, you know, there has to, well, we're just talking about names, um, respecting people's names. I suppose it's up, and of course that comes down to what um, people with variations of sex characteristics, intersex, um, the I in LGBTI, if it's used, that's what um, those people want to do. And I think they, sometimes I do hear the answer to that um, rhetorically is that if you're going to do inclusion, you've got to do it right. Don't just add in the letters and not do it. And as someone who's experienced that in the past a lot and still does um, with bi and trans, fair call. Um, so that's coming up. Throughout May, and no doubt there's numerous events, I've been already getting um, notifications and invites and all sorts of things. And I think it is, um, you know, if we're talking names, I mean, International Day Against, um, you know, and I totally get where the acronym started. Um, Big cheerio to the B-52s for Private Idaho, which was where it started. But, um, you know, maybe we need a positive name day. Maybe it could be a tagline developed, you know, celebration of... Um, you know, sort of um, sec- of relationships, bodies, identities, and expressions, or something, or as I call it, Brie bodies, relationships, identities, and expressions. And that's my cheesy response, anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll come back to that. But of course, coming up in about eight weeks in June um, is um, the um, a very important event, and that's the three um, out of the pan radiothon show. So I'm going to start subliminally messaging you over the next few weeks to look behind the couch for that spare um, couple of bucks, um, look down the back, um, look on the floor, um, whatever, find it legally and ethically and start donating to Out of the Pan's Radiothon show and, of course, um, all the great shows on 3CR. Um, so many um, you know, diverse voices and programs on the show, which is, um, of course, um, gives so much people so many pleasure Um Women and Indigenous um, Hip Hop with um, Hip Sister Hop. Um, You've got um, um, as well, um, there's, um, of course, queer programs, Queering the Air at 3pm on Sunday afternoon and In Your Face, 4 till 5 with James doing um, great stuff as always. And you've got um, shows that look at um, animals such as Freedom of Species, which always follows out of the pan from 1 till 2 on Sundays. Um, Hillbilly Fever, um, a bluegrass roots country and gospel. Um, is it just another one? Um, Girls Radio Offensive for women. So many great shows on 3CR. Enjoy all of them and support Radiothon. So we may as well start getting that planned now. Watch this space or listen to this space for more information. 
Anyway, I'd better start packing up, moving out of here and making way for the good people from Freedom of Species, talking all things animale as they do. And um, thanks again, everyone, for your contributions today. Great, thoughtful contributions on what could have been an emotive issue and um, well done to all involved. And um, just checking in, there are no last-minute um, 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 emails. There is an email, actually, sorry, just had a text come in from Roving Reporter. Um, a few... Um, and I'm just trying to make sure I've got them all here. Um, and Roving's asked, um, it's interesting, I saw a huge sign of Jason Ball around Chadson yesterday. Who's winning on brand this time around? Gosh, I don't know if anyone is, Roving. Uh, it um, hasn't been, as I say, an impressive campaign where anyone stood out like a shining light um, overall, or any party overall. And also there hasn't been a huge large letterbox drop in my area, which is Higgins. We've received bits of material. Um, in I'm in Menzies, the seat's held by Kevin Andrews, so, so not a lot yet. Um, and, um, yeah, so lots of um, uh, messages. Um, and Noah's just um, chipped in a couple of minutes ago on Facebook. Learned a lot from reading the thread, language evolving, especially when it comes to trans and gender diverse. He's going to stop using the name. And, um, you know, we need to respect those people who self-identify and self-use terms that others might see as going out of fashion. And look, there's an issue which we can talk about labels. Some people are still using transsexual because that's what they started with and some people don't like it. But respect everyone's right to use the terms they want, which has been a good theme. Respect. I'll take you out with the last of our name songs today, uh, or most thereof, from Broderick Smith's album, Suitcase, from the um, 1990s and no no self-indulgence um and it's called the moon and sally's eyes they're brown thanks for tuning in to out of the pan i'm sally goldner catch you next week you've been listening to a 3cr podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3cr in melbourne australia for more information go to allthews.3cr.org.au